Hello and welcome. This is Luana Parker, and I'm the host of Courage to Live Your Dream radio show on the Amazing Women of Power radio network. If you would prefer to listen to the show on your phone, you can download the app from the Google Play Store, and you never have to miss any of the shows on this network. We are here every Monday at 9.30 a.m. Be sure to tell your friends about us. This show is about helping you. We are here to support you on your destination to your dream. We know how lonely it can be when you undertake a new challenge and the negative self-talk begins. Our guests will be people who have gone on the same journey, who are taking and will offer advice, suggestions, tips to help support you and keep you motivated. We have the awesome, awesome Miss Tanya Titus Parker today, and uh, we're not related, just sharing the same last name, but a great woman that I've had the uh, opportunity to know for the past couple of years, and she's going to share some of the tips and some of her obstacles along the way and how she managed to overcome those things, and right now she has a growing, thriving business, so get ready, take notes, we want to hear what she has to say because I know She's got some wonderful tips for you. And don't be surprised if she doesn't have a special offer to make to you at the end of the show. So welcome, Tanya. We're so glad to have you on this, uh, with us today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Great. Well, before we begin with the question, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Who, who is Tanya Tyus Parker? Well, it's only taken me 58 years to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a um, thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely it is. I, um, it's taken me a minute to figure it out. Um, I always used to say, when I grow up, I want to be. And now I'm a grown-up, and I get to be a successful entrepreneur, which I've always known that that was the calling. Um, But in the time that I grew up, it was you get a job, you get a job, you get another job, and then you keep working until they give you your gold watch and you're done working. Well, that wasn't me. I was never cut from that kind of cloth. So I've always been an entrepreneurial soul. Well, one of the things that I'd like to share with people is that Tanya is a, not only is she successful at her own business, but before she um, got into what she's doing now, she was working with um, people who needed help. And there are many people who have uh, gone on to become whatever it was that they wanted to because of Tanya. And some of them are even today still with her because they they just love her and appreciate what she has done for them. And so um, maybe you could share a little bit about that time uh, in your life and what you were doing. Well, once I moved to California, I was a, became a single parent. And as a single parent, I realized that um, – I had all these hopes and dreams, but those hopes and dreams, my children couldn't eat those. So I had to go to work. Um, I went to work as a cashier at McDonald's and then a marketing rep at McDonald's. Eventually, I became an 
what they call a area business consultant for several local uh, of the Northern California region of McDonald's. And I don't care what anybody ever says, I made $70,000 a year at McDonald's, and it's all dependent on what you go there to be. If you go there to flip burgers, that's what you'll do. Um, if you go there to, to build a dream and feed a family and be the best burger flipper you can be, then you'll, you'll get more than that out of it. Um, but corporate was a little tough being a single parent. I got tired of having to hire and fire and, and make decisions about people's lives, especially women um, who had problems that only money could solve. They couldn't find a daycare. The daycare person got, got sick and nobody to watch the kids, and this was the third time, and I had to let them go. And that really pushed me towards more of a social issue. I was having the same problem. I could afford to. Are you there? Yeah. Um. We kind of lost you there for a second. Yeah. Um. Can you hear? Me? I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. You said you were having the same type of problem. Sure, I was having the same problems as they were, but my, because I had money and was making good money, I could afford to pay a babysitter or, you know, change a babysitter when I needed to. And I realized that when I let a woman go, I not only fired her, I fired her family because that was her income. So at that point, I made a decision that my mission in life would be a social one. Um, I enjoyed being in the restaurant and working with people and training them and developing them and watching them grow. Now, I wasn't an easy supervisor, but I was fair, and I always set high expectations. Mm-hmm. Mediocrity not something that was allowed in my vocabulary growing up. So I went to work. Uh, when I left there, I went to work for a nonprofit and working with clients with disabilities. Do you know I could not believe how much fun and how much joy working with that client base brought me. So I knew I was that. I moved on to open a new business called We Can, where I worked with clients with all a wide variety of disabilities and helping them find employment because truly employment in any way, shape, or form is what all people want. They want mm-hmm. to appreciate and be they want to fit into society. And for exactly. people who, who are, you know, from have different abilities, it, it's really hard for people to understand that. Mm-hmm. So advocate for them was one of the greatest joys of my life. Mm-hmm. So what made you lead that and go into the business that you are now, and we'll get to that in just a moment. That, since you enjoyed um, working with them and, and 
doing those things for them. What uh, caused you to leave and uh, go into this new business? I really didn't leave it because um, as I went to work with women who were homeless, they they kind of, well, I got breast cancer, which made it really hard to show up every day and work every day. I kind of had to step out of that job, but mm-hmm. the, girls, the, the girls never left me. So I was still finding them employment, still working with them in my own business to help empower them to continue the work we had started over the past five years mm-hmm. with them at, at the new nonprofit. So they, they really kept me propped up. Once uh, the breast cancer was done, I continued to do that. And I met you and I met a bunch of other ladies who really, at our age, wanted to do what we liked to do. Oh, my gosh. And what we love to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Some exciting times. <laughs> so, yeah. um, <laughs> uh Having gone through a breast cancer and surviving that, um, that is a major thing. You didn't give into uh, that situation. Um, just uh, share with us as to what it was that so inspired you that you just decided, you know what, I've gone through this, I've gotten through it, now I'm going to go for my dream. What pushed you? Because I've seen you work, and I'm going to tell you, this is a hard-working lady. Nothing holds her back. We're going to get into a little bit more about her personal life if she doesn't mind sharing it. But she is a hard-working woman, and she is good at what she does. So what inspired you so? What kept you going? It was the give back, the give back to other people. Um as long as I could help, as long as I could do, as long as I could be of service, it was like I had I don't. I know that may sound funny, but it it, it motivated me. It kept me getting up and going every day um, after radiation when I couldn't walk really good and I was so exhausted by the end of the day. Um, these ladies were still meeting me at my car helping me through the day because I, I'm from Midwest. And in the Midwest, you go to work, rain, snow, sleet, or hail. <laughs> and that means to, to both jobs. <laughs> oh, I lived in the Midwest for a while. I know what you mean by that. <laughs> you know, so that was the work ethic that I was raised with, and it's the work ethic that I have passed on to my children. And I passed this work ethic on to the ladies that I was helping. So being in service with people and understanding that the more I gave them, it was really them giving back to me as well. Mm-hmm. So as we went into three years of this business of um, the Solopreneur Development Academy, we had another life. Do you want me to okay. share that? 
Yeah, so tell us about the new uh, business. I've heard the success stories that you've had with it. So share with us about what it is that you are doing now because I see the passion that you have for it and the excitement that radiates on your face when you're talking about it. <laughs> as, as I dealt with a second cancer, um, one that is not curable but definitely treatable, I decided that, you know, if it wasn't fun, I was not going to do it. I wasn't going to up being an entrepreneur, but it had to be fun. So most entrepreneurs know, you know, you wake up one morning and you want to do this and you do it and you, you kind of evolve. Mm-hmm. And so business of legendary events is what it has evolved in me. Mm-hmm. I have been a hostess with the hostess since I was little. Mm-hmm. I love giving parties, catering parties. I love putting together events and all kinds of different things where I get to serve people. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the first one there, last one to leave. Mm-hmm. I like to make sure that the guests are having a great time and that they have an experience that makes the host of the party the talk of the town. Wow. Well, I want to ask you some more questions about that, but you mentioned that you had a second cancer attack, and you said it was uh, not curable but treatable. Could you share just a little about that? Because I'm sure the audience is wondering, well, what was it that you had? And I don't want to leave them hanging there, but share just a little about that. Um, last year, um, it was a year ago on September 22nd, I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. It's a blood cancer, much like um, a cancer of the bone marrow, uh, much like leukemia. In fact, I get a lot of support from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So this cancer required um, a... It required chemotherapy, radiation. They found a baseball-sized tumor on my spine. No, I have mercy. Which, which was a shock. I'd been having a pain in my shoulder, didn't know what it felt. Um, they're telling me that, oh, it's just a, you sprained your shoulder, you twisted your arm wrong, you slept on it wrong. But finally I said, you know, I had trying to advocate for myself. I'm not going home until you guys figure this out. I went to the emergency room, and I stayed until they figured it out. I ended up in the hospital for a week. Nobody would still tell me what was wrong. Finally, I a doctor who is no longer my doctor because he told me I had cancer via email. (laughs) But um, He He didn't call you in? He just emailed you? Oh, he emailed me. You know, these millennials, they tend to think everything can be solved via text or email, and that's not a doctor for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So as I found that, you know, I really had to advocate for my own health. So I've gone through months of chemotherapy. I will be on some form of chemotherapy for the rest of my life because it is a 
treatable cancer or chronic cancer, but it is not a curable cancer. So some people say, well, your cancer is in remission. This one goes into remission to a degree, but it's always there. Mm -hmm. So you're watching blood levels and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And it's been a long year. I won't lie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you're a walking example of someone who recognizes that they have a problem, but they're not going to let it hold, hold them back. And I commend you and applaud you for that because I'm not sure if I would be able to handle it the way that you are and have done. It's um, just amazing that you're out there and you're still doing things as if nothing is wrong. So we all applaud you for that and we'll be sending our prayers your way. Uh, So this new business, if you were to get started in it tomorrow, would you do things the same as you're doing now or would you change your strategy? I think it's all of the things that have led to this, both sisters, all of the stuff that has led to this this outcome that I I am now. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd be here if I hadn't gone through those things. Uh-huh. You know, I, and reached back and got truly in touch with what made me happy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's amazing when you're sitting in the chair getting injections in your stomach, the things you remember to try to take your mind off of it. And remember going, giving a baby shower with my mom, all of the women sitting and talking and having a good time. You know, these are things that were happy times for me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been sick, but I've still been doing events for people and no drive for the next day and the next day. And yeah, get up and go to the gym and try to work out because you've got to be strong enough to go to this party and to do this and to serve your clients. So, again, <laughs> it, it's a motivator. As long as I get up and do it, I'm going to be motivated. So what, what's your new business called now? Legendary Events. Legendary Events. And if someone wanted to uh, find you, how would they make contact? They would contact me at on Facebook at Legendary Events. Um, that's my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. They can also find me um, at uh, Tanya.Tyus, that's T-Y-U-S, dot Parker, at gmail.com. The website is www.supersoulpreneur at gmail.com. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay, thank you for sharing that. So um, before I take a little break here, um, what are some of the uh, mistakes that you see newbies making and um, what would you suggest they do? Someone just getting started in business or attempting to get started in business or just want to get started in business. Educate yourself and jump. yourself and take leap. You're going to fall before the parachute opens, but eventually it will open and you'll just glide into what it is you want to do. What you start off doing may not be what it ends up to be. You just can't give up. 
Well, you yeah, can't so. give up. You can't let people tell you what you can do and what you can't do. Great advice. Absolutely great advice. Uh, I can personally attest to that because uh, there are things that I wanted to do, and I unfortunately I was one of those people who allowed others to get into my head, and I didn't do the things I wanted to do. But you live and learn. <laughs> That's what life is all about, and perhaps it wasn't the right time for me to start then. Um, so I um, just want to let everyone know out there that this is the Curse to Live Your Dream radio show. We're here on the Amazing Women of Power Network, and we hope that you will join us each and every Monday at 9.30 a.m. Please tell your friends and come back and join us so you can learn more about what you can do to stay motivated and step out on your own. Uh, So, uh, Tanya, uh, do you feel that you took the long road or the short road to get to where you're at now? I don't think there's a short road to anywhere that's worthwhile mm-hmm. because you truly learn as you make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you don't learn. Um, there's a term called falling forward. Uh-huh. So we all fall, but as long as we fall forward and we continue to move forward, falling is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So... You know, just keep moving forward. You got to just keep moving at it. And it's going to change. It, you're, you're, it's going to be hard. It's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. But an entrepreneur is a person that is in constant motion. They're constantly fixing and doing things. So if it feels like people say, well, you don't know what you're doing. You're not focused. You're not con- you keep changing your mind. Well, that's what entrepreneurs do mm-hmm. until they figure out what works. Everybody else is just not brave enough to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes, unfortunately, people lose out because they uh, they fail to get back up. They just lay there mm-hmm. and uh, let others walk over them. I'm sorry to say. So, what do you feel was the biggest uh, or most challenging aspect of your business, this new business that you started, and even the road to it? The most part is having the the support of family has been a little bit of a challenge. Um, educating myself on the financial piece, which some as women we don't like to do, mm-hmm. but um, I had to reach back to my corporate experience and remember, hey, yeah, you do know how to read a P&L, profit and loss statement. You do know how to do these things, so put systems in place just like you did in corporate America. Mm-hmm. And that has truly saved my behind. <laughs> <laughs> so um, who do you feel inspires you the most? Um, is there a favorite mentor or a coach? Or, and why do you feel either one is important? A good coach. As a good coach, I couldn't be a good coach if I didn't have a good coach. Investing in coaching was the smartest thing I ever did. I had three coaches at one time, and a lot of people will 
poo-poo that. Oh, don't you got too many people telling you this and too many people telling you that. Well, as a manager you and a business owner, you have to manage what your coaches what your coaches are as far as specialties and keep mm-hmm. everyone in them on their specialty. I had one coach that could put together packages so that I, so it helped me package my product. Another mm-hmm. coach taught how to sell my product. And another coach taught me how to do events and retreats and treat my guests like VIP and how to be a speaker. So, so, so a good coach then is a is a good investment, almost a, a necessity. Yep, they're worth their weight in gold. Mm. Yeah. And okay. it, it, the only thing that takes a lot people off getting help. Mm-hmm. They won't invest in a coach because they feel like, well, I don't want to pay anybody to tell me what I already Well, it's a little different because you're investing in you. And if you're not willing to pay someone else, how is someone going to be paid? Very good point. Well, if you could give one bit of advice, what would it be? Oh, I think we've lost you again. <laughs> there you are. I was just thinking. Um, I think your show kind of sums it up. Um, it takes strength to be an entrepreneur, but it takes courage to be successful. It takes courage to live the dream. You want to live your life. You don't want to just be strong for your life. You want the courage to live. Mm-hmm. And I just made a choice that that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live. Great. Good for you. Great well, advice. Have courage. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go, um, remind us how we can get uh, in touch with you. And also, um, if you have a special offer you'd like to make to our, our audience, have at it. I absolutely do. Um, again, you can reach me at tanya.tyus at gmail.com, or you can simply give me a call at area code 916-899-1788. I do have a boot camp, that I, a virtual boot camp that I put on. And I teach a method called the Soul Method to profitability in your events. So if you're a new entrepreneur or someone who a new uh, women in business and wants to have live events and want to learn how to put them on and want to learn how to make money doing it, this boot camp on October 22nd and 23rd is a good start, starting point for you. Um, it's 47 and it's two days for 90 minutes each day from 11, from 10 to 11.30. And you're going to get all kinds of tips and tricks on how to give events. You're going to learn about, you're going to get a workbook with a lot of worksheets and things that will help you to uh, put on an event. And you'll get uh, 90 minutes with me and, uh, and a group of women in a mastermind that will support you in, in your endeavors. Well, you've heard it from Tanya herself. You've got to take advantage of this. 
they don't get these kind of opportunities very often. And as I said, Tanya knows her. She knows what she's doing, and she's good at it. So if you've ever thought about doing retreats or any type of uh, business where you're working with people, she is the person you want to contact. Well, Tanya, it has been a real pleasure having you uh, with us today on the show. I'm so happy that you were able to come on. And I do hope that you will return and be a regular guest on our show. I'd love to have you come back and share more wonderful tips with us. That'd be great. If you're listeners that they'd like to ask, I'd love to have them um, reach out to you, and that way I can address questions and give hot tips on um, the future. <laughs> well, again, thank you for sharing. And everyone, this is the Courage to Live Your uh, Live Your Dream radio show, and we are on the Amazing Women of Power Network. And don't forget, you can download the app from the Google Play Store so that you can listen to this network anytime. Look for the Amazing Women of Power or AWOP for your listening pleasure. You can reach me by email at info at com. Or you can call me at 916-587-0800. I hope you will visit my blog at LawanaSpeaks.com. We are here every Monday at 9.30 a.m. Be sure to tell your friends about us and leave a comment on my blog page. And remember, it's time for new directions, new attitudes, and a new you. So until the next time, take care. <laughs>